Hi guys, in this episode, I share with you a talk I did with Killing Kittens to help women with online dating. Also, insecurities women have in the social environment and why it's so important for you to be making the approach and picking up on their signals. We also talk about how to give a compliment in a non-creepy way and great songs that can really help your relationship and well-being. Enjoy. Welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. All right, guys, welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. Uh, today, I've got a few subjects that I want to be sharing with you guys. Uh, I'm going to kick things off sharing with you what I shared with women on my talk the other night that I did for Killing Kittens. Killing Kittens, they run the biggest uh, sex parties in the world now. And I'm fortunate enough to be able to sit on their platform a couple of times a year and give a talk to help their members with any sort of dating queries that they may have. Yes, uh, not yesterday, it was the night before, I chose to speak about how to swipe right right? You see what I did there? Swiping right. So how they can get better results with online dating. It was really interesting. It was really interesting to hear their insecurities. And it was very interesting to hear their frustrations with with guys on, on dating platforms. And it led us into talking about a whole host of different subjects, which I'm going to be sharing with you today and um, I think it's invaluable. I mean it is, it's, it's something there's something really special about you know speaking to helping women because then I can just come straight back to the guys and say that this is what women want to see more of what you guys should be doing and vice versa, right? So stay tuned for those insights. I'm also going to be talking about how you can give a compliment without coming across as a creep right? That's the, and by the way, if you ever want to blow anyone out, if you ever are in a position where you're speaking to a girl all night and then you, you see her speaking to another guy and she comes back speaking to you, always say this, how do you know the creepy guy? <laughs> no one wants to know the fucking creepy guy, man. <laughs> all right. So we're going to be talking about how you can deliver compliments in a way that don't come across uh, creepy and, and needy and they come across genuine and sincere. That's something I'm going to be talking with you guys about. Something else I'm going to be sharing with you is, you know, songs that you can include in your relationship. I'm deliberately being a bit vague with the description about that for now. So stay tuned and we'll get to that point. So anyway, let me kick things off. Oh, and by the way, say, like all of these podcasts that I do, if you have any questions, just please save them for the end or just post them as you find your mind moving in the direction of um, you know something you want answered, okay? So just post them in the timeline here or save them to the end. Or as always, you can always contact me through Instagram, that's at London Dating Coach, direct message me, and you know, I do a great job of making sure I get back to you on an individual basis. But I think there's, you know, it's something special about sharing the questions in the feed here because you know, people can really um, relate to each other's issues okay so all right i'm gonna go straight into it so basically i sp i did this talk for my friends at killing kittens the other night 
we spoke about online dating and I went in there deliberately with the idea that, you know, people are still blaming these dating platforms for the hookup culture, right? Yes, people are frustrated with people just wanting a shag, okay? But we can't blame the dating apps for that. That's always existed, okay? That's always existed. We go through different stages of our life. Those two stages are excitement and security, right? When we're a bit younger, we, you know, we, we want that a bit of excitement. We want to rack up those experiences. That's, you can't blame dating apps for that. You've got to take responsibility. You've got to blame yourself for not having, and I've mentioned this before on podcasts. I've mentioned this in many videos, qualification material. Why do I keep talking about this stuff? Because it really does matter. There's a reason why the divorce rate is up higher than ever, right? Because we're not interacting with people with qualification material. Does it have to come across as a bit of a job interview? No, no, it doesn't. But you have to understand what you want and then bring it up subtly through language, okay? Like I said before on my other podcasts, it's to simplify, I like this, are you this, okay? You might be wanting to have children with with the woman that you're sat across the table with, right? So maybe you'll be in a conversation and you go, do you see yourself having kids in the future? That's not saying I want kids because they're going to be like, whoa, you know, or you might be like that if they say that, right? But so language is very important. It's very important how you language the things that you want and the language that you use to see if this person has the right qualities for the long run. So that's what we're not doing. And that's something I spoke with the girls about the other night. And they just weren't doing it. Like women do this more often than men, right? And women are very, very good at this. But for some reason, they had it in their head, but they weren't putting it into language, right? They weren't, they weren't verbalizing it. And don't be afraid to verbalize your qualification material, guys. Anyone, if anyone is really confused about what I'm talking about in terms of qualification material, um, just direct message me and I will let you know what that is, um, you know, after the show, okay? Another thing I shared with them is, and again, guys, I want you guys to relate to this. You are a brand, okay? Understand this. You are a brand. What's available to all of us now is publicity tools, right? Branding tools. That was only available to public figures, celebrities. You can celebritize yourself these days just by being a bit more, you know, just, just, just grabbing hold of all these different platforms and, and using them correctly. We're all in the online dating game, by the way. Even if you're not on, you know, Tinder, Happen, Bumble, Plenty of Fish even, you know, that's a bit of a dinosaur one, but it's still going. Match.com, wherever platform you choose to use or whatever platform, or, or if you're not on any of them, we're all on the online dating game because we're all online, okay? We're all on Facebook. We're all on Instagram or whatever social platform, okay? So we need to take on these principles, uh, whether you're on the dating platforms or not. Understand you are a brand. Understand your audience. Who are you trying to attract? Who are you trying to attract? Do you know? Do you know the archetype? Have you thought about the archetype of the person you're trying to attract? Now, when someone's looking through the shop window, what I mean by that is your profile Think of, think of dating profiles as a high street, okay? Someone's walking through the high street and they're just looking through the shop window. What are they thinking? They're thinking, can I associate? 
can I associate with this brand, okay? Does this brand convey value? Is it in align with my values? Right, have a think what I'm trying to, trying to get at there, right? I'm, I'm, what I'm basically saying is I'm saying, you've got to really understand your audience, the people that you're marketing to, right? You see, you are a brand, I'm, I'm talking to you like you're a, a top marketer now. You need to understand what their needs are, what their values are, and make sure it's congruent to yours, by the way, and communicate that, okay? Because if you're not communicating that through imagery, through pictures, through your bio, then how are they gonna relate? right? Physical attraction is, is going to get you, you know, a head turn, right? They're going to get, it's going to get you a foot in the door. But what else? Okay. It's all right. It's all right saying I want this sort of person in my life. But it's got to be a good deal for them too. Okay, so always make sure you're working on yourself. And communicate it, communicate it properly. Okay. Another thing I spoke about was you know, stop using your friends as bait. My good friend, um, Gareth in the US, he does some coaching for us when we've ever got some US clients out there. And by the way, I'm going to be in the US. I'm going to be in San Francisco on the 25th. Is it 25th? Correct me if I'm wrong. 25th, 24th of November. We have a workshop there. And I'm going to be in LA on the 2nd of December. So if you're in the US and you want to have coaching from me, have the live in-person experience, hit me up and I'll get you on that program. We've got a couple of spaces left. Okay. So anyway, yeah, so back to my point. And my good friend Gareth used to have this even just on his profile, which is very funny. And it made a very stern point. His bio just simply said, stop using your friends as bait. Right. And I really love that because you you really sort of, if you go through all the sort of dating profiles that exist out there and you look at your profile, are you using your friends as bait? Have you come across a chick that, you know, is using her friends as bait? And you know what I mean by that? Well, you're on the profile and, you know, she's, she's attractive, but then she's used her, you know, her friend that is so much more attractive to lure you in. And you're a bit confused that you think, well, hang about, what, which one is it? Is it this one or is it that one? right? Don't, don't do that with your profiles. Your profile should be about you. You are the product. You're the brand. You don't want someone getting distracted by something else and going down a wormhole, you know, on someone else's profile, right? Make it about you. If I was to walk into the Nike shop, right? I'm going to buy myself some Nike trainers. I don't expect to see some Adidas crap lying around, right? I want Nike. That's what they're there for. They're there. They've walked through the shop window because they're interested in you, not the other brands. Does it make sense? Make sense? Good. Right. So other tough, other topics that we spoke about, you know, moving off away from online dating. A question uh, was asked by one of the girls. They said, what do I do? And this is really, you know, invaluable inside information here, guys. So you know, really do take note of this. Is what do I do if I'm out with my group of friends Okay, this is a girl saying this. I'm out with my group of friends and I'm at a bar and I see a group of guys and I see a guy in there that I like the look of. Like how the, she said her concern was, how do I even show that I'm, I'm interested in him? Right? This, this, the, the, these are women that are frustrated, guys. They're frustrated because they're not sure how to communicate their interest, one. And two they're frustrated with us. They're frustrated with us 
not having the confidence and the self-esteem to go over and open that group and create an opportunity where, you know, something may happen. This is inside information. If your fear is, you know, oh, no, I don't, I don't approach groups, okay? I just approach, you know, a girl on her own. I just approach uh, a group of two. Come on, man, that's a cop-out. A girl on her own? I mean, what's a girl doing on her own? I mean, I always associate, if there's a girl, I, I always associate, if there is a girl on her own, it's always associated with a problem. She's either a hooker, right? I'm not, you can laugh, guys, but she's a hooker or someone's about to turn up. She's waiting for a date. She's waiting, she may be waiting for a client or she, you know, she's waiting for a, a friend to come out of the loo or whatever. There's something you have to anticipate that's about to happen, okay? With the group of two, you, you approach them, you just subject yourself to, I only approach a group of two all night, then you're going to have a problem at some point anyway because you've got the friend to worry about. Is she getting enough attention? Is she going to become jealous? Is she going to become a problem if I want to take this further and go somewhere else with this girl and quickly go to a restaurant and have dinner? Like, so many things to think about. If you think about a group, a group, guys, it's comfort in numbers, yeah? It's comfort in numbers. And think about it. They can afford to lose one. There's so many or there's so many of them. They can af afford, they, it doesn't matter if you just say, excuse me, girls, do you mind if I just take your friend over to the bar for a drink? I'd like to spend some time with her, right? Get permission from the group. That's killer, guys. If you're really hitting it off with a girl in the group, you've opened them up, right? And you think, well, actually, I want to spend more time with this one particular girl. Something you can really say is, girls, do you mind if I just take your friend uh, over there for a drink? Obviously, with your permission, right? I really like that. You know, getting their permission to extract her friend, right? Why would they say no? Why would they say no? It just doesn't make sense, right? It's the same thing if you're at a restaurant, you see a group of girls are celebrating something, go over to the table and, and you know, lift them up, say, oh my God, what are you guys celebrating? Who's the birthday girl? Send over some champagne for fuck's sake. Don't be tight, right? Add value to them and then exchange a bit of eye contact, a bit of cheeky sort of eye contact with maybe the one that you want. Remember, eye contact is killer, guys. Eye contact, right? Then go, girls, do you mind if I just, if I have a quiet drink of your friend for two seconds? Or do you mind if I borrow your friend for two seconds? I love that word. Do you mind if I borrow? She's coming back. She's coming back. <laughs> yeah, of course. Why wouldn't they let you borrow her, right? Guys, Women are frustrated. I'm really digging hard at this right now because, you know, I got strong opening groups. I got strong opening groups. When I first started going out, doing this stuff, you could only approach groups. Women go out in groups. They're celebrating. They're celebrating the birthday party. They've, you know, they've got their group of friends. But their concern is they don't, they're unsure of how to and, and it's good, you know, they're loyal to their group, but their concern is they don't understand how to then, and I'm generalizing, by the way, but, and these are good women, by the way, if you think about it, if you think about the what their concern is, right, the women that are actually out wanting to look for someone have a problem showing their interest. They are unsure of how to attract someone. Right, now that's a girl that I would probably think is is better for the long term. I'd be a bit weary of a girl that has super confidence and, you know, is able to attract, you know, I mean, I'd be weary of me on a night out, right? 
because something's up there. Why is this guy so able to do this, right? But if you're a little bit vulnerable, okay, you know, he's, 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 not, a, he's, not, he's not a player, okay? So don't worry about it being squeaky clean all the time is what I'm saying, okay? So understand that, guys, right? Women want you to approach, okay? They really do. I mean, on my courses, I have my female instructors and they'll if you're looking to develop this area of your life, head on over to my website, johnnycassell.com and start your journey today. I'll tell you straight, and they're beautiful girls. Okay, I'm talking about models and actresses. You sit down, you do a session with them on my seven day program, and they'll tell you flat out what they think that, you know, what they find attractive about men approaching them, what they find, you know, is, is unattractive. And yeah, this is something we talk about, what's going through their head on the initial approach, etc. But you just got to start, guys. Understand that women really do want this. Another thing I, I spoke to them about as well is eye contact. And and this is something that I've spoke about before, right, is I, 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 I think I shared it on one of my podcasts before or on a video or something. There's some content out there where I definitely share about this, share some information on this where, you know, there's different types of girls, you got the girl that is a bit more confident, okay? She'll she'll give you the eye contact across the bar and maybe she'll hold it and maybe she'll keep repeating it throughout the night and that's quite exciting. But then you've got the other type of girl. Maybe she's a shy girl, right? She, she looks over at you at the bar, but then she looks down. And that doesn't mean that she's not interested. She just doesn't know how to deal with the situation. So again, like I always say, assume it's on. You've just got to assume it's on, guys. Seriously, I'm, I'm tired of saying this. It's on. If she's looking at you, it's on. She's not looking at the dude behind you. You know, if she looks down, you just caught her. You caught her looking at you. Go over and say hello. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> you know, but again, I'm echoing what I feel like I'm echoing all the time in terms of what I say and what, what I have been saying for years and when I spend time with women and, and it confirms my theory, it confirms what I talk about, you know, it just makes me extra passionate in this space now because I'm, I just want to make sure you guys are doing the right thing, okay? Oh, here's a good one as well. Here's another thing that we spoke about. So these women had been going on dates, okay? They've been having some online dating experiences and, you know, Maybe, maybe got like two or three dates out of it, but then the guy just kind of flakes off. And, you know, there's so many variables. There's so many things in the equation as to why that happens. But what I advise them to do, and I advise everyone listening to this right now, is if you feel like you keep on hitting this pattern of, and this is something that I went through. This is something that I did, by the way. If you feel that you're going through this pattern of, you know, you're getting success online and you're going on a couple of dates, but then it just fizzles out. You know what I mean? It just fizzles out like nothing then becomes of it. Like she goes really cold. As long as you have, you know, no intention of like wanting to, you know, make anything happen there. My advice was to phone them up right, or reach out a text message or whatever and say, listen, look, for me, I'm, I'm over it, but what I'm really interested in and what I'd really value if you, if, you, if you told me was at what point, you know, or what was the thing that just wasn't for you, right? So what I'm essentially saying is get 
feedback, okay? It's like, it's like at school, right? Or at school or uni or whatever, you've done your papers, you handed them in, right? And maybe you didn't pass the test or you didn't achieve the sort of mark you wanted to achieve. You want the feedback from the tutor, right? You want the feedback from the person that marked it, right? It's the same thing with dating. When, when you have that experience, you want to know. You want to know because if you don't know, there's a problem, right? So the best thing to do is, and don't settle for this. Oh, it wasn't you, it was me. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> it wasn't you, it was me. Nah, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear what it actually was. What, it, what was it? What is it? What character trait for you, you didn't, was not in align with your values, right? And, 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 and really just give them some space to be honest and don't be irrational with what you hear, right? And thank them, thank them for that honesty and thank them for that positive critique because, you know, we're all in this together, guys. We're all, we all want someone to be with. We all want to give that next person a better experience. We're all a work in progress. So that's a great little tip, I think, that you guys should should be incorporating as well. If you're getting some shitty dates or them just kind of fizzling out, you know, just be frank with them. Just go, hey, you know, what what happened, right? What happened between me and you? Like, I don't, I'm not I'm not interested in like recovering that, but what was it, right? Get the feedback and give them the feedback as well if they ask for it. You know, okay, right. So that's kind of like a, a bit of a roundup of of that talk. On, on what happened the other night. And I had a fan, I always have a fantastic uh, time with those guys. And guys, if you're in relationships at the moment, um, this is a great experience. If you're kind of like very open-minded, go and check out killingkittens.com. Um, you know, my friend Emma is doing a great job there. She's took the company worldwide now. I mean, I'd be very surprised if you haven't heard of it or seen it in the press. Um, but I'm not going to share too much about what that's all about i'll let you guys to go off into your own devices and, and find out what that uh, world is all about um, but it might be something that spices up your relationship it might be something you just want to tick off your bucket list so to speak i think they're doing a great thing over there um, it's been great to see them come over, come from strength to strength over the years perhaps i'll have emma actually on as uh, as a guest for this podcast when we really start developing this um, we spoke about some great things the other night and um, i'm excited for the future with these guys. Uh, anyway, right. So my next topic, guys, what I want to be talking to you guys about is how to give a compliment without being creepy. You know, as I said, the, the best thing you can ever say to someone, if you're trying to blow them, someone out, is how do you know the creepy guy? No one wants to know the creepy guy. No one wants to be associated with the creepy guy, man. No one wants to be the creepy guy. So listen to this, right? If you're about to give a compliment to a woman, I think language is important, okay? I find, personally, rather than saying stuff like, oh my God, you're hot, right? Or you know, you're sexy and sh sh like Using the word you're, like you are, like, it just, she knows, right? She knows. If she's been gifted in that department, genetically gifted in that department throughout her whole life, she knows, okay? The little subtle bit of language that I like to use that's different is I. I think you're sexy, right? Or be descriptive. Like, the way that you wear that dress does it for me. 
right? So it's, it's about you, right? What she's doing for you. Does that make sense? Rather than you're hot. It's a different little, subtle little thing that you do to change the way you say it. And I just find it's a lot more powerful, right? You've got to be vulnerable. You've got to allow yourself to be vulnerable, okay? When you give, it's like put your ego aside for one second, right? It's like give up the game for a little bit. Like if you've got a bit of banter going back and forth and there's a bit of tension, there's a bit of gameplay going on, you know, you may not want to say, say that you're interested because, because you feel that it would ruin the tension. I don't think so. I think, I think you need to be holding eye contact. I, I want you to be building the tension and just allow yourself to be vulnerable, right? I've seen I've seen some ridiculous situations where I've we've had two hot-headed, uh, you, you know, a guy and a girl, right? And they're really going at it all night, right? And it's fun to watch, you know, the tensions there, the banter's there, but they both have such an ego that none of them will back. No, like no one will back down. They won't allow themselves to be vulnerable for, for a second to actually verbalize the fact that they, they like them or, you know, it won't move into a physical place because they don't want to lose face, right? It, it, it's ridiculous. Don't be that guy because what happens if you've got two stubborn people all night that don't communicate their, their desires, their needs, their likes for each other, then you end up just both going home alone. <laughs> do you know what I mean it's the, mo the moment's lost because you've got such a big fucking ego it's ridiculous <laughs> so allow yourself to be vulnerable you know it's it's there's no shame in it there's no shame in saying to someone you like them go for it right uh again eye contact holding the eye contact as you give a compliment and the story that's in your head right if you if you're saying like oh my god I think she's so sexy or whatever um, and you come up with this compliment that you want to give her. Say, I don't know, for me, I like a girl that wears her makeup correctly, right? That, that's, that's important to me. So I would say like, oh my God, like I realize what it is I like about you now. That's a good one, by the way. It's a good little template you, can, you guys can keep. I realize what it is I like about you now, right? The way that you wear your makeup, it just uh, really draws my attention towards your eyes. Like, oh my God, see how much more powerful that is than saying you've got really nice eyes? Like no fucking shit. She knows she's got nice eyes and you don't want to fall into the pattern of how most guys normally say that she's got nice eyes. Oh, you've got nice eyes. Ugh, yawn. I'm saying she's got nice eyes. I'm just changing the way that I say it by being a bit more creative with my language, okay? So force yourself to be creative. If you hear yourself saying the same thing again and again and again every night, the chances are that you're bored in hearing yourself say the same thing. So start being a bit awake to this. Start being a bit awake to the sort of things you catch yourself saying. And this isn't just compliments, by the way. This is just language that you use socially on a night out, perhaps, or just on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, catch yourself getting bored hearing that language and move your mind into a more creative space. So start thinking, okay, how could I self-humor myself through the language I'm using, right? How can I make that compliment a bit better, right? Because if you're enjoying yourself in that moment, they're gonna enjoy that experience, okay? People, a, a prime example of this is when you watch your favorite comedian. Before he's even dropped the pun, you're probably all already laughing because of his mannerisms and the way that he's of delivering it and the way that he's enjoying it, right? So take note of that. Like, 
welcome someone into your ability to self-amuse. And again, you're moving so far away from this intense, creepy compliment. Like, there's nothing more weirder than, you know, staring at someone and just having a stone-cold look on your face and going, you're really sexy. That's fucking weird, man. <laughs> That's fucking weird. You know, so be creative with the compliments. Refer to your qualification list. Remember, we spoke about it on previous podcasts. We spoke about, you know, having a list of visual qualities you like and the values in that person. And these should be descriptive. They shouldn't be nice eyes, nice legs, nice tits, nice bum, you know, because it's just not, it's not stimulating her, man. Right? Get creative. And say, so. The delivery, the delivery is crucial. And if you if you haven't got it already as well, like a smile goes a long way, guys. Seriously, I'm talking about the basics right now, right? When you're giving a compliment to someone, you hold that eye contact, you're smiling like this. Like, you know, it's a state transference. You can only feel good receiving that, right? If you're very stone cold like this, and you're, you know, you're, you're too serious up here, that's what you're, that's the state you're projecting. Do you see? <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking about situations I've been in. I'm seen in right now, man. This is real. I, I, I'm, I feel like I'm exaggerating, but I'm not. I've just I've seen this. <laughs> All right. So anyway, guys, my my final topic is is about songs, is about music, and how we can use them in our relationships, and how I don't know how. Like it's a bit of someone put this my way. It's like you. It was a question that was asked in my direct messages. And I say, again, guys, if you if you if you have any questions about anything I've spoke about or you've enjoyed it, I always appreciate the feedback, guys. Give me a direct message on Instagram. It's at London Dating Coach. Um, but this was a question that was asked. And I always like to try and include questions into the material I'm putting out there. So it was, you know, what what songs can help you with your relationship, which I thought was a bit of a an odd question and I thought about it and I thought hmm okay well I could aren't I could answer this in many different ways the first one that springs to mind is when you are in a relationship and you're planning and you're doing and you have certain you're having certain experiences then you know there's this little app that we're all familiar with and it's called Shazam right it's called Shazam and what I, what I do is I, I collect all of the music that I shazammed in a certain place. And because there's a, there's a lot of emotion that's anchored to that music track, right? If that's something you've done together, you, know, you, can, you can play that track and it will start, it'll bring your emotions back to that experience you both had together. Maybe that be a concert, it may be the, you know, I, I, I remember how I discovered Ludovico Einaudi, and by the way, look this guy up, he's phenomenal, a fantastic modern contemporary uh, artist, um, at a fashion show. I was at a fashion show and, and the models came out, they were walking, it was something I was sharing with my girlfriend, and I just shazammed the music. And you know what? I We've been to see the guy many a times. We've been to see the guy live and it just becomes like our unique thing, right? So I think that's a great way how you can include music in your relationship. Really hot topic, this, by the way. It's not one that we typically think about or talk about, but it's, it's, a, very, it's a great way to 
you, you know, anchor, anchor those moments together. You know, this isn't something that can be replicated because this is a unique experience that you have with yourself and your partner. Another, another thing you can do is, and obviously create a playlist, you know, create a playlist of, of stuff like that. I used to do that when I was younger. I used to do it actually like outside of a relationship when I was not in a relationship and just looking to get in the party mood and go out. Me and my friends would go out and I'd just be Shazamming music. Shazam is great, man. Seriously, I think about how I've used this. I'd Shazam music and I'd just bring it. I'd go back home and I'd curate a playlist of those uplifting tracks and I'd have them add to the playlist too. My buddies add to the playlist too. And while we're getting ready to go out, we're having a bit of a drink, you know, we're getting a bit social, you know, the anticipation of the night is just starting. It gets us in the mood. It gets us in the mood. And, you know, if you're out and about, you're driving home from work, you're walking home from work, you're catching a tube, you've got that in your ears, right? You're playing that through your phone or whatever. It's, it's getting you into state. So it's actually really great for state building, right? But the right music, you know, we're being pulled left, right, and center by influence and persuasion. You know, the headlines in the newspaper to anger us so we pick up that paper and they can sell more adverts. The DJ selectively putting music on the radio station. We're not in control of that playlist on the radio station, but if it's, if it's playing in the background, it's affecting our mood, right? So I'm a bit anal with this sort of stuff. I'm really like, I really like to control my, my influence right? Because I, I, I really do think it affects your mood on a daily basis. I'm not going to listen to passively listen to a radio station in a certain place that's playing negative music about someone's sh shit relationship or about some, you know, just some down tempo crap. I can't do all that because it's just cleansing my brain of all the stuff I don't want it to be cleansed with. I want positive music. I want uplifting music. I want to feel good all the time. You know, there are times I like to you know, if I'm going to the gym or something, I'm, I'm probably going to be listening to a, a bit of gangster rap or something to you know, <laughs> kind of get the testosterone going, you know, get a bit angry, hit the bag or something like that. But it's just being a bit more in control with, you know, what you're putting through your, through your ears, right? <laughs> I was careful not to be, a t be too ambiguous with that. But uh, you, you know what I mean. Uh, for guys, and also as well, like, if you're looking for like a default playlist, you know, just to like have in the background with your girlfriend or, you know, maybe, you know, someone you're getting intimate with, there's some fantastic playlists that that exist out there on SoundCloud. SoundCloud's amazing for finding some hidden gems, like some remixes of some 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 great songs. You'll find some amazing undiscovered talent uh, on SoundCloud. I, I really... I'm so happy they're still live and kicking because uh, I, I use it on a, on a daily basis. Um, Majestic Casual is probably one of my favorite playlists out there. I love the sort of remixes that they're doing. I love the tempo. I love the mood. It's it's great to be kind of just having in the background if you've got people around for perhaps drinks or maybe you're, I don't know, maybe you're getting a bit intimate with your chick. So those are the kind of things that I wanted to be sharing in terms of about music and how it can anchor and steer our emotions to whatever direction. What music are you listening to? Are you feeling down? Are you feeling depressed? Are you unsure as to why? It might be because of what you're listening to and who you're around, right? It, re it really is a big deal, guys. It really is. Um, but yeah, there you have it. Like, that's 
that's all we got today, guys. Uh, I think we covered a lot. I think I think we've, we're going on over just half an hour now, giving you guys a lot of good content. If you've jumped in a bit too late, this is going to be going up on SoundCloud. It's going to be going on iTunes. It's going to be distributed everywhere. So, guys, I hope you've had uh, a great time listening. I've actually got to be heading out pretty soon. I've got a client. I've got a guy that's doing a seven-day program this week. I'm absolutely jam-packed uh, up until the end of the year now. So I'm not really taking any bookings on this side of the year anymore. Um, if you guys are interested in any of my programs, seven-day programs and mentorships, we're going to be looking at 2018 now. However, four programs, four workshops we have got available at the moment is the one in Vilnius. That's the, it's the 20th, God, God, my mind is fried now. I believe it's the 21st of October. And that, yeah, it's in Lithuania. It's our last European workshop of the year. I have two US dates. I have one in San Francisco in November, uh, end of November, 25th of November. And I have Los Angeles on the 2nd of December. Last London workshop of the year is the 16th of December, guys. So there's something in there for everyone. Wherever you're, you're tuning in from the States, you're tuning in from London or the UK, you know, or wherever around Europe, you've got a chance to experience my coaching live. I want to help you guys. I want to help as many guys as I can. I, I, don't, I don't just want to sit there and give you the necessary theory. I want to kick your ass out in the field and make sure you're getting results. No one, no one on my program does not experience a breakthrough. Everyone on my programs experiences a breakthrough, guys. So if any of those dates you can do, just just get it. It's the last chance you're going to be able to see me uh, on one of my programs in 2017. Other than that, I'm I'm be taking bookings for 2018. Okay, guys. All right, good stuff. I'm going to be signing out. Remember, guys, if you had any questions about anything that I spoke about, you can direct message me. Uh, slide it, slide into my DMs, guys. Slide in. <laughs> and I'll get back to you guys. If you enjoyed the content, follow me on Instagram at London Dating Coach.